0: This is an ABC podcast. Mitchell Stark has been good enough to join us on Summer Grandstand. Matt Cleach and Jim Maxwell with you, Mitch. Um, Tell us, what has the lead up to Boxing Day been like for you?
1: Hello, guys. Uh, Yeah, look, it's been pretty chilled, I think. Um, Came into Melbourne a little bit early, had a game of golf and a couple of training days. So it's been pretty relaxed. The guys uh, obviously pretty structured today and and had a, a good hit out and everyone's ready to go, which is great to see.
0: It's obviously a very special occasion to have the Boxing Day test and to have all your family in town. What's it like for you, given your wife's over playing in India against India? It's a compelling test match, which is taking place at the moment, but I imagine it's slightly different.
1: Yeah, it's uh, very quiet for me. This year, I've, obviously, we've got a big group of, of players and staff and all the kids are in town and all the partners. And uh, So I'm, I've uh, found myself on the couch the last couple of days just watching the test and doing my own thing so uh yeah very quiet for me obviously uh, quite a bit busier for the the guys with families here but um very special to have them around uh and part of the group obviously this week and and next week but obviously christmas being a big one for the kids and and christmas lunch will be a a big occasion for everyone there and then we get stuck into the the cricket for the week which is great
0: i'll let jim maxwell fire the hard hitting questions next (laughs) but uh five for 233 a lead of 46 can you see any miracle taking place for our australian women cricketers
1: yeah, it's it's a very interesting wicket. I think, obviously, we've seen some balls uh, pretty much roll on day one. So I think, you know, add another 100 to the lead and and maybe take a little bit of time out of the game to do that. It'd be very interesting viewing, I think, the last sort of 60 overs of the game if a, if Australia can get themselves in front by, uh, you know, another 100 makes it 150 and, and uh, you know, those spinners go to go to work. And, and Ash Gardner on the back of a, which you have 12 for in the, in the test in England, I think um, can spin to win. We'll wait to see.
0: Fire away, Jim. Mitch, I was going to ask you a question about cricket
1: bats because um, my younger son plays a grade cricket with Eastern Suburbs, and I've, I've given him, on his instruction, a new cricket bat, and it's an Alyssa Healy cricket bat. Does she sell more bats than you do? <laughs> well, I'm still using one of hers in test cricket, so uh, that probably <laughs> says enough, I think. <laughs> yes. Oh, they're, good, they're good sticks, I'm told, um, but, you know, they're not cheap. As you probably well, you probably don't realise that. Have you ever paid for a cricket bat? Oh, come on, Jim. I've played, <laughs> paid for plenty in my time. I'm, I'm a bowler. I don't get all the good ones. So I've, I've had to I've, – I've still got a cricket bat that I bought over in India while I was there in my IPL in 2014 uh, that I'm still right. still hanging on to, which is a, was a good one. I think it was uh, whoever makes Virat's bats came down with a bunch and I bought bought a couple and I'm still hanging on to one from then. So uh, I, I use them till, they, till they're dead, unlike a few of our batters who, you know, get four or five every week from, from their bat makers. <laughs> yes. yeah, Lucky fellas. Um, in, in, anyway, I, what I was going to ask you about, actually, is the MCG because there was a time where you didn't get picked to play <laughs> in this test match. Um, and Does that still sort of l- l- linger as a sore point? Oh, the, the guys give me the odd ribbing every now and again about it, but um, I've been fortunate enough to, to be able to play play a few of these in the last few years, and, and obviously the wickets changed a fair bit as well, so mm. uh, it's not not as much as a sore point as it was being rested after taking Pfeiffer, but um, no, it, it, like you say, there's a period there where I was either rested or, or injured, and and uh, now I've been fortunate enough to have a, a bit of a run at it, which is, is fantastic.
0: Mitchell Starks with us, Matt Clinch, Jim Maxwell with you on Summer Grandstand. So, Mitch, tell us what's the lead up to this sort of test like? A pretty convincing win in the first test in Perth by 360 runs. Do so you sort of look at it as a block of sort of te- uh, seven tests taking place before you get a break and uh, then focus on potentially some some short-form cricket?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit like that. It's obviously probably not to look too far past the, the series in itself. and we. You know, it's the home summer, so we want to we want to win every test we play, and that's no different away from home, of course. But the home summer, we've got three three games against Pakistan, and it's been a nice start to that summer. But yeah, I think and a, a you sort of look a little bit past that, and it is a, a little bit of a, a thought process of, of seven test matches. Obviously, there's a an interesting year next year with with no winter tests, so we've got these seven tests, and then we don't play test cricket again until India come come to Australia next summer. So, you know, we want to play our best test cricket while, while we're at home, of course, but knowing that there's a little break between Red Bull series, I guess, after New Zealand, so, uh, there's that in the mind as well.
0: Yeah, we're just talking about what a successful 12 months it had been before you came on, the World Test Championship, the Ashes, the, the World Cup. Is it is it hard to stay sharp and motivated, or given the, the, the players around the Australian squad, there's always others pushing for opportunities if someone wants to have a rest, which I imagine not so many players do at the moment.
1: No, I don't think anyone wants to have a rest today. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's uh, yeah. I think success help, helps. Um, obviously, the feeling around the group, but uh, we've got quite an experienced group. We've we've been through you know, a lot of good times, but certainly gone through some some not so good times as well. And I think the group are all of a, a similar age. We throw in a few guys that are obviously a bit younger, but I think the the feeling amongst the group and the staff, it's it's um and and um probably you know. I don't know the right word, but it, it, everyone's not looking too far ahead of the week in front of them. So, yeah, whilst we've had a, a pretty successful 12 months, it's now a chance to play that cricket at home. And we've obviously spent a, a fair bit of time on the road across the formats this year. And, and everyone always looks forward to playing playing at home. And when they get their chance at their home ground, obviously this week we've got Scotty who may or may not play. But, um, you know, Test match cricket in Australia is always special with the home crowds and, and wanting to win really well.
0: Yeah, Lance Morris, Scott Boland, Cameron Green, there's some good players who are not getting an opportunity at the moment trying to squeeze into the 11. Uh, Jim mentioned that the IPL, um, 2015, the last time you played over there, uh, you prioritised international cricket. Um, the response from your wife when she found out how much you went for, I think that sort of set it all. Are you excited to get back over to India?
1: Yeah, it's, it's uh seemed like an opportune year. Obviously, as I said, the, it's, a, it's somewhat of a quieter year next year. And Obviously, the lead-up to the, the T20 World Cup, um, is the IPL. So, uh, yeah, threw my name in, hoping to, to get a little bit of interest, and, um, yes, certainly it was a, a pleasant surprise to to watch the auction unfold, and looking forward to being back involved in, in the tournament next year.
0: And I guess, um, how much do you know about the Kolkata Night Riders, um, and how they'll go, and, uh, and how you'll fit into their lineup?
1: Yeah, I, I was actually meant to play for them in 2018, before I, I got injured before the tournament. So, uh, the second crack at playing for Calcutta, and I look forward to the the chance to to do that this or next season. But um, Pat Cummins has played a, a bit for for KKR, and uh, I think there's, a, there's still a few few members of part of the group from from when he was there. So might have to get some insights from him. But um, no, it's uh, obviously some special memories or some happy memories from from the semi final Eden Gardens, which is is obviously the home ground of the of KKR. And, Hopefully uh, more like that when I get the chance to pull on the purple.
0: So for our listeners that'd be interested, what does Christmas Day look like? Does the team get together and sit down and have a lunch? Who, who would you not want to be sitting next to if it was everyone sitting on a Christmas table?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I've actually shown my age here, but I think I've been part of maybe 12 of these. So, um, yeah, it's generally, it's a pretty quiet morning. There's an optional training session, which generally turns into a few guys bringing their kids down to hit some, some balls at the MCG and, and have a bit of a kid's day might might see a batter or two have a proper hit but otherwise it's it's generally pretty pretty uh relaxed and then we turn it go into a, a, a team christmas lunch and all the the families and the kids are there running around and it's quite a, a busy occasion of, of recent years with the number of, of kids floating around but uh yeah, have a have a lunch and have a have a chat you end up on a few different tables and then uh, everyone sort of wanders back to the hotel to get ready for for boxing day
0: You've got the home SCG Test and the McGrath Foundation and everything that's become with the Pink Test, but is it the biggest day on the home Australian cricket calendar when you have that big crowd for the Boxing Day Test?
1: Yeah, I think they're, they're all very special in their own way, and obviously Boxing Day's um, it's special in its own own right. And I think probably a little little bit heightened for those those who are from Victoria get to play. Um, but yeah, I think having all the family part of the group. Certainly through the Melbourne test and the Sydney test, I think adds to that atmosphere away from the, the cricket itself. Yeah, plenty of kids, as I said, hanging around the cricket and, and it just takes a maybe takes a little bit of the edge off uh, maybe some of those nerves, but um, it doesn't mean the cricket's any any less uh, less hard fought through the, the weeks that we play.
0: So hopefully we don't have any rain, but Pat wins the toss. Um, maybe it's a bit overcast. You decide to bowl. You've got the ball in your hand. What What's running through your head as you're about to charge in for the first ball?
1: hit the stumps (laughs) it doesn't really change for 15 years
0: (laughs) I thought it could be Um, either a silly question or you might give me something interesting
1: no sorry there's not much interest anymore it's just sort of like uh, I've been around long enough to sort of know, know how to do my job and um, no, it, it, they're always special occasions and sometimes the noise is a bit more than others. But um, I think this year, obviously, Josh Hazelwood's on a hat-trick for the first Wally Bowls in <laughs> Melbourne. So that might be a bit louder than others if the crowd actually know that.
0: And Nathan Lyon will be keen to get the ball as well. Uh, Mitch, thanks so much for your time. Um, enjoy Christmas being a bit different and uh, we look forward to seeing you in action on Boxing Day. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me and have a good Christmas. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.